figure, she stops playing with all the other boys. And as she gets ready to squirt and to blast, she'll squeal with pleasure and fluids will spill. As she listens to the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast with my dudes Will the Thrill and Joe Static. And now, Will the Thrill and Joe Static and the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. Welcome back to the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. As you heard from the great Joel Gertner, I'm your host, Will the Thrill. And I am your co-host, Joe Static. All right, everybody, you can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, including Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, and Spotify. If you listen to the pod, we would appreciate if you'd write a review. The reviews always help us out. And if you do write a review, we will post it on our social media accounts, Instagram and Twitter, at SQDCircleAFP. And don't forget to follow us there for all the latest wrestling figure news, updates, mail calls, etc., etc. And coming soon, we'll be launching our weekly YouTube live streams, the Wrestling Figure Roundtable at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. Joe, exciting quarter season finale today we're going to be actually moving on we're going to be introducing two to three new segments which will be really fun we'll have what which is our question of the week what segment what what so pretty excited about that joe we're going to be introducing also the missing link which will be kind of a fantasy pick segment which will be fun so you know You'll throw out a fantasy pick like a Dino Bravo. No, nope. bash it. <laughs> I, I I promise not to say Dino. I'm actually getting sick of uh, saying his name. <laughs> you know what? I'll say one man gang for you, and you'll just be gushing for it. Maybe uh, maybe Ronnie Garvin. Oh, I love the stomp, baby. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for Ronnie Garvin. That's just a head right there. Use a Ric Flair body, and and you're good to go. <laughs> maybe a little Greg Van- Hammer Valentine body, something like you just put a head on there and. Boom, Ronnie Garvin. You're ready to roll. And finally, we are going to be introducing one of my favorite new segments, the Collector's Corner. It's a listener participation segment. And our first guest on the Collector's Corner will be none other than GBM Good Brother Mike. What's up, everyone? It's your boy, Good Brother Mike, a.k.a. The Fig Hunter. Now, there's no GBM report this week, but I'm here to announce a new segment coming to the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. That's right. Next week, it's out with the old and in with the new as Will the Thrill and Joe Static debut a brand new segment called The Collector's Corner. Will will talk with a member of the figure community and highlight their collection. And who will be their first guest on the new segment? None other than me, GBM. So tune in next week where not only will I talk to the guys about my collection, but I'll also be announcing two special giveaways that you won't want to miss. And until then, remember, get your rest, get up early, and you know why. Because the early hunter gets the figs. Yeah, GBM has been a huge supporter of our podcast. He's a 
big time wrestling figure collector. It's going to be great to actually have him on outside of the GBM report. We're going to talk some figs with him. He bought one of our shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com. We want to just thank him one more time. And if you saw our shirts that we've been posting on social media, Good Brother Mike bought one. My hobby is better than yours. Ed bought one. They're looking great. You can find them over at ProWrestlingTees.com slash AFP. So listeners, it would really, really, really help support the podcast if you went over there and purchased one. I think there are three great tees. I absolutely love that Minon card tee. Oh, it looks great. Looks great uh, once it's printed out. You know, somebody's wearing it. It looks fantastic. Looks fantastic. We got the Got Fig shirt, which is paying homage to Al Snow's Got Head shirt from the 90s, the Attitude Era. So go over to ProWrestlingTees.com slash SQD Circle AFP to take advantage of some awesome wrestling figure t-shirts from the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. Joe, we're going to get into some things real quick before we start this week you got some receivings awa remcos i checked two more off the checklist this week uh for the bad guy does that make any sense yeah razor ramon (laughs) check two off the off the awa remco checklist for this guy over here i got stan hansen the crusher jerry blackwell from my buddy over on instagram brian's wrestling collection if you want to check out his page he is actually a pro wrestler a second generation pro wrestler it's kind of f- funny fact. His dad was actually in that Turtles tag team. Do you remember that Turtles tag team from the nineties? No, you ever I see don't. that clip? But the they're kind of like a Ninja Turtles mashup where they they actually get in the ring in full Ninja Turtle gear. I've never seen that. Was this on WWF? Yeah, it might have been on Superstars. I'm trying to think when that was, but anyway, yeah, his dad was in a couple fun tag teams. So yeah, he's actually a pro wrestler. And he has a really cool Instagram page, Brian's Wrestling Collection, if you want to look him up. It's all put together, you know, one word, Brian's Wrestling Collection. He's got a lot of cool stuff, really fun collection. He's been down the road, man. He's met a lot of cool professional wrestlers. His dad was a wrestler, and his collection's pretty sick. So I was able to score both of those Remco wrestlers from him at a great price. And he's a good dude, man. I already received those in the mail. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Brian's Wrestling Collection on Instagram for helping Joe Static out there. This is the perfect example. You know, maybe Brian comes on Collector's Corner. We can chat a little bit about wrestling figures, a little bit about professional wrestling. And that's why we have the Collector's Corner starting next week. So I'm pretty psyched about that. Yeah, just a quick side note. His dad was actually half of the Executioners and half of the Toxic Turtles. Barry Hardy is his name. His cousin's also Chad Austin from ECW which is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So hopefully we can have him on the collector's corner very soon. Aside from that, Joe, we're not going to get into too many receivings. Go over to Instagram, go over to Twitter, listeners. You want to see our receivings, what we get? We always post on Instagram and Twitter, our mail calls, our ringside collectibles receivings. You can follow us there at SQD Circle AFP. Find out all the latest additions to the collection. And sometimes we do retrospectives as well. So we'll take a look at past lines, throw some photos up there. So if you're interested in what we're collecting and what we're excited about right now, again, go over to Instagram and Twitter and follow us at SQD Circle AFP. Aside from that, we're going to be doing a little toy hunting this weekend, a little wrestling figure signing, a little autograph signing. We're going to be attending at Pandora's Bucks up in 
northern New Jersey, and you're super psyched about this one, Joe. Are you ready to meet one of our childhood favorites? Are you ready? Oh, God. Are you ready to meet Doink the Clown? <laughs> I'd rather meet Dink than Doink, but I'll take Doink for now. The great Ray Apollo. I think many of us remember Ray for his rendition of Doink. You know, before that, you had Matt Bourne, the evil doink with the yellow teeth, fucked up looking version of doink, the evil doink. And then he was born again, I believe, in ECW for a little while, or that might have been before he was doink. No, no, no. He showed up on ECW with the doink makeup on, with the doink mask from what I remember, born again. But anyway, that was the, I feel like that, yeah, that was doink, but I feel like Ray Apollo was the doink we remember, Survivor Series, Dink. That doink was more of the doink that I remember more than Matt Bourne a little bit. So yeah, we're going to be meeting him on Sunday. Well, hopefully you're amped. I'll bring in my Hasbro in a collector's card case. Going to get that signed. Got my paint pen ready to roll. This is a new territory for me. I never liked autographs. So I'm going to use a paint pen. Did a little research. Uh, I'm ready to roll on that one. Yeah, I'm not getting any autographs, bro. I'm there for Pandora's box. Those dudes up there have a toy selection like you wouldn't believe, especially vintage toys. So I'm psyched to go doing some hunting, do some digging around, see what DJ and Eric have up there. I mean, I oh my gosh. They just got wrestling lots. You name it. Masters of the Universe, Mighty Max. I mean, their inventory is through the roof right now. Yeah, their inventory is through the roof. So I just got to make sure I don't spend that much money. I have to limit myself this weekend. It will be fun to see Ray. It will be fun to also see the big Valboski, right? He's going to be there as well. It's my understanding. Sean Morley. Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. Who am I having sex with tonight? I think he gets like high now. I think he owns some sort of like cannabis (laughs) store or something. I think he's an owner of dispensaries across the country from what I understand. So like, I'm going to be interested to find out how his business is doing and how he got into it. I mean, I find that more interesting than any, anything. He's like, hello, I'm going to tell you about it after I show you my sausage. Valvinus, I feel like he should have held the IC title. I don't think he ever did. I don't even know if he ever held a title, did he? Maybe European title? I think he held a title. I want to say yes. Oh, no, he did. He held the Intercontinental title twice. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He held the IC title. That's what I thought. But anyway, I digress. We're going to have a fun weekend. We will be posting photos again on Instagram and Twitter. So go follow us there at SQD Circle AFP on our Pandora's Box Adventure. So, Joe, let's get right into it. Let's get into it. I don't want to waste any time. Let's get into it. This is a special episode this week. We are going to be, I want to say retiring, because they can maybe retiring for the time being, three segments, and we're really excited to feature him this week. So we have a special episode for you all. We're going to do one last Oh My God figure of the week, which is going to feature a retro figure. And then next week, the Oh My God figure of the week will be moving to modern 2020 releases for the rest of the year. We are going to also be featuring this week the last You'll Never Forget the Name. And I think we got a banger for everybody on that one. And then we're going to end the show with the very last, for the time being, Busted. (laughs) 
So it's going to be fun, Joe, and let's get right into it. And welcome, everybody, to this week's Oh My God Figure of the Week. Joe, I can't believe it. I love it. I love retro Oh My God Figures of the Week. We're going back to singles. Next week, we're going to be featuring modern 2020 releases. But wow, before we get started today, we've had some really, really great Oh My God Figures of the Week. I mean, we've had 13 to this point. So that's pretty cool. And I mean, some of them just off the top of my head, we got the Mike Awesome, the OSFTM Mike Awesome, ECW Mike Awesome. We have the Legends of the Ring Raven, that TNA Legends of the Ring Raven. Some of these figures have been immortalized. They are, oh my God, figures of the week. And today... We have another one that's going in to the Oh My God Figure of the Week Hall of Fame, baby. It's retro. We're taking it back to 9192, and we're headed overseas. We're headed over the pond, Joe, to the UK. Series 2, Brian Tillman. UK exclusive. That's right, listeners. You heard it. Galoob WCW Series 2, UK exclusive. Flying Brian Pillman, baby. And this is a gem, Joe. He's high flying and he's dangerous. Let me just throw that out there. He damn well is dangerous, especially when he went to the Attitude Era, baby. (laughs) I just absolutely love this figure. I think it's a classic. It's just a fun figure because of the deco, the tights and the knee pads. I don't personally remember... Brian Pillman ever wearing this attire. So I don't know. Do we have any information on why it was chosen? I don't think a lot about this figure is known, right? I think, Will, a couple of the UKs, this one in particular, I think they just went. I mean, I could be wrong, but from my knowledge, I think they just went with some random colors on a couple of these. You know, if you look at the the Sid, actually, he did wear that color, I believe. The flare, the Colors kind of off the Luger. I don't think he ever wore that like green, that like off green. And same thing here with Pillman. I don't. He never wore these baby blue um, or light blue, like a powder blue trunks. Even with those knee pads, I think it's just for an exclusive overseas version of this figure. I don't think he ever wore the gear. I don't either. I remember him in blue trunks. I don't remember him having the Bengal tiger knee pads. I think it was a different kind of blue, if what I remember correct. Of course, yes, yes. And moving back real quick, as you mentioned, so there's a couple of really great figures in this set. These were released in 91. They were UK exclusives. They were series two. You have Ric Flair in the red tights. You have Arn Anderson in the red tights. You have Sting in black tights. You have the Luger in the green tights, as you were discussing. You have the Sid Vicious in the pink tights, as you were discussing. You have Barry Windham in blue tights. You have the Brian Pillman, as we said, with the light blue tights with the tiger face knee pads. 
Rick and Scott Steiner. Now, Rick Steiner has the green tights and Scott Steiner has the pink I, I love blue that. tights. I love that version of them. I love it too. I think it's so much better than their first release where the colors are a little duller. You know, they have the purple and the blue for Rick Steiner and then the yellow and the black for yeah, Scott. Yeah. To round it all out, you have the Ron Simmons here with the blue tights and the white stripes on the side. You had some tag teams too. You had Sting and Luger. You had Rick and Scott in those colors as well. You had Ric Flair and Arn in those colors as well. You had the Free Birds, which was really cool. Oh, I love the birds, especially the colors they chose for those. Oh, they just pop, the face paint, everything. To me, they're my favorite set. Oh, hands down. Has to be. And then what happened was there were a couple of, there were like, I think these were the later releases. Right. So that was kind of the initial run. And then they came out with a few more. This was like the Series 2 UK exclusives, also released in 91 as well. You had the El Gigante. You had the Big Josh with the wooden axe handle. You had the Dustin Rhodes. You had the Freebirds and Singles releases. You had the Sting with the pre ring rope, just like the OSFTM figure. It's kind of like a two up of this Gloob WCW version. And then you have the Lex Luger in the weird robe with the silver chain and the silver and black robe thing going on, which they actually took that attire from a trading card in 1991, which I have actually, which is pretty cool. And I posted that on the Instagram account. So go back on the Instagram account at SQD Circle AFP and you can check that out there. So that's it. And now you have a couple unproduced prototypes as well. We're not going to get deep into that. Everybody knows about the Diamond Stud and the PN Oh, news, man. Ricky Morton. Morton. We're not going to get deep into it, but that's kind of your UK unreleased prototypes. What's sad about this is if you watch the toys that made us over on Netflix, their wrestling episode discusses this. Good old Jewish Lightning discusses why they didn't have this series released in the US because they actually overproduced in the marketplace. So these Galoob WCW figures, for the people don't don't know, came out initially and they were Kmart exclusives. Nobody else had them. So Series 1 comes out in the US through all the Kmarts. Everybody buys the figures. They had such great sales numbers that Toys R Us picked them up. But instead of releasing a new series here, they re-released the Series 1. But everybody had them. Yeah, what a terrible move. He definitely killed the line with that. Bad business strategy. So what they had to do is for their second series, they had to offshore everything and they did. And that's why we got these UK exclusives. But man, again, we talk about the possibilities and right here, you can see them, you know, right in front of you, what could have been. And we love that at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. Fantasy booking, what could have been in wrestling figure history. Yeah. Getting back to the figure, Will, like you mentioned the birds before, they're definitely up there. They might be my favorite Galoobs as far as a tag team, but as far as a single figure for WCW Galoobs, I love personally the Brian Pillman figures. I personally also don't own the UK version, which I'm hoping to add to the collection one day. You know, I have the regular loose. It's one of my favorite Galoobs to be released. I love the Pillman figure. I love the card. We mentioned the card if you go back a couple episodes. We love the vintage old school card, kind of like a notebook kind of paper. I think all the wrestlers pop off that card. But this figure in particular, the UK version, 
Even if he didn't wear it, I love the blue on this figure, Will. It really makes the figure pop. That mixed with the card, with the title, it's a UK exclusive. I mean, it's fantastic, man. When I came over to your house that day and you showed me it, when you have it in hand, when you have it in person, I mean, it's probably one of the best Galoob figures to be released. I agree, Joe. And the figure itself is amazing. It does pop on the card. You got to get this hashtag MOC, hashtag MOC for life. If you're going to collect this figure, I really think you need one min on card. The photo, even in the right hand above the figure, has Pillman in these light blue, bluish tights, which is pretty interesting. So it does even have him on the front of the card in this attire. It's it's very, very weird, man. I don't know. The color on the figure, the color there, it might be a little different, but, you know, hey, I, I mean, it's kind of similar. But as far as the pa- the knee pads go, I don't think he ever wore those. No, definitely not. I don't remember it. And the photo on the actual card above the figure was taken by, I guess, a Dennis Brent. We got to look this guy up, man. We got to do our research like we love to do at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast because I'd love to know where he got this photo and I'd love to talk to somebody from Galoob one of these days. I know they're very tough to get in touch with, but you know, maybe one of these days we can get someone that previously worked for Galoob on the pod to kind of discuss these things, why certain decisions were made, et cetera, et cetera. And this comes full circle. So listeners, Joe said it. We talked about this card and this line all the way back on our first episode. The first busted open was that WCW, that Galoob WCW stinger, which I busted open and I'm still, still feeling the pain from doing. It's though nicely displayed now with my WCW World Heavyweight Championship from Wrestling Figure Workshop. And now we're ending one of our segments, or kind of ending one of our segments, the Oh My God Figure of the Week. And we're coming full circle with this Galoob WCW Brian Pillman. Yeah. Like I said before, Will, this is just a a great version of Pillman. I love the blue. I love what they chose here. I love that he comes with the title. And it definitely checks all the boxes, man. Brings you back to when you first seen it. You know, I seen it a little later on in life. I was like, what the hell is that? It's a great figure, man. It definitely brings you back. Nostalgia big time on this guy. You're going to also pay a pretty price, my friends. So this is for the serious collectors out here. This isn't for the guys and the gals that are 10-year-olds and 15-year-olds, maybe 20-year-olds if, you know, you have a good paying job and whatnot. But this figure is going to run you about two to $500 anywhere in that range, especially hashtag MOC. And I don't care. It's priceless. This figure is priceless and you need it in your Even collection. Even loose missing all 10 fingers, I think it was about 80 bucks for some reason. So <laughs> you're better off just getting it on the card because loose, it's going to run pretty close to that. And then you're like, what the hell? Why the hell did I do this? If you're going to get this figure, I recommend getting it MOC. Yes. No uh, smushed noses, paint wear, missing fingers. Screw that. Do it the right way. Keep it. Hashtag MOC. Hashtag MOC for life baby you know, there's a picture of him online in a darker blue with darker blue knee pads maybe they went off that I, i'm not really sure it's hard to find a picture of him in that gear 
But what is cool, Will, is a forgotten title, that WCW Light Heavyweight Championship he held. It's pretty sick. Super forgotten. It is. And wow. Jones and for some WCW Saturday Night, yeah, baby. Man. That, that title, screaming it. Oh, love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. So, everybody, that's why we absolutely love this Galoob WCW Brian Pillman UK exclusive. You got to add it to your collection. I think to send this segment out. What do you think about this? Oh, yeah, I'm 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 headbanging, baby. <laughs> I'm headbanging. He's coming to the ring. He's, you know, he's got his arm up. He's screaming to the crowd. Oh, baby. Flying Brian, jumping in over to the top rope like he used to. Oh, I love it. I love it, Joe. Send it out. And those are all the reasons why this is an, oh, my God, figure of the week. And you'll never forget the name Star Toys. You know it, guys and gals. We had to go out with a bang. And Joe, this week, wow, Star Toys. Now, we're only going to be focusing on the monster figures. I guess they're about 12 to 14 inches. Monster figures released by Star Toys in Spain. These are WWF officially licensed products for the Spanish market. And boy, do I absolutely love these figures. And I am fortunate enough to have one of them in my collection. Star Toys. Yeah, Will. We will be discussing the Star Toys lineup here. You know what, Will? I like the line and I don't like the line. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence, which is going to be fun discussing it with you because I know you like these guys. Me, they kind of creep me out a little bit. We'll, we'll get into it, but they kind of creep me out a little bit. I'm not 100% sold on them except the Warrior, but you know we're going to be going down that, down that discussion in a minute. Of course we are. And you know when we're done with the discussion, you're going to absolutely love these and you're going to have to have them for your collection. And you'll never forget the name Star Toys. So, Joe, this company based in Barcelona in the 90s, the early 90s, specifically from my understanding, 91, actually acquired a WWF license, which is crazy. For at the time, you know, you had uh, Hasbro. I mean, Hasbro Hasbro was the major toy license for the WWF at the time. But the Spanish company decided, well, we're going to release these only in Spain, maybe a couple of other places in Europe, but from my understanding, just in Spain. And they did these, again, monster figures. So listeners, think kind of like Ultimate War Hulk Hogan talking Hasbros, but a little larger. A little larger, a little bigger more movement. And yes, as you mentioned, they did make an Ultimate Warrior, a Hulk Hogan, a Jake the Snake Roberts, a Big Boss Man, 
and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. This was series one. So you had, in total, five figures, monsters, beasts, and they were fantastic. They are a little odd. I must admit, I agree with you. They do look a little off and odd. But in my opinion, what I think is so cool about these figures is they have cool cloth goods, cloth knee pads. They have, quote unquote, real hair, which is pretty (laughs) fun. The Ultimate Warrior has actual cloth tassels. They had a cool little insert that you can see the other figures in the lineup. You know, it's a nice little like product insert, which is really cool. Displays actually every figure that they had in box and out of box, which is really unique and fun. It's just a fun, fun set. Some of them came with titles. They had accessories. Hacksaw had his actual two by four. Yeah, you know, looking at them, I do like the accessories. Well, I like the winged eagle title. They all come with the, uh, I think most of them do. Jake does, Hacksaw, Warrior, Hogan. I'm not sure if Bossman comes with the title. I don't think he does, but the other guys do, which is cool because the Winged Eagle, they actually pretty much nailed the design on that, which is pretty fun. I like that a lot. Jake, but the snake I like too for accessory-wise. I like the the snake they put with him. I think the snake looks pretty cool as well. Yeah, they nailed it. They nailed that Winged Eagle. I love the snake. I think, to be honest with you, out of every figure, all the wrestlers released here, Jake is really awesome. I mean, it looks like him. The head sculpt is amazing. Like you said, he comes with a really cool looking snake. His tights are very detailed. I'd have to like have him and the boss man tied because boss man, you know, comes with the cloth clothing, comes with a nightstick. The boss man I was going to mention might be my favorite of the set. You know, if you look at like Hasbro's this and that classics, boss man's not really my go to. But in this set, I really like the way the boss man came out as far as these five go. And if I had to rank them, I definitely put boss man number one as far as my picks. Yeah. And boss man is nearly impossible. Oh, my God. To find. Impossible. I know like one person, Mark Bushy, obviously, he's like the only one basically to have one of these on Instagram. It's just impossible to find a boss man. So getting back to a little bit about the figures, these figures, just to let our listeners know, did come in this box with this like cellophane wrapping over it. And I have one here in front of me. So it's a really cool box that the figure is actually tied in with plastic ties. And this box has the WWF logo. It's blue. It's red. It says Star Toys. It has the figure right inside. It has this kind of cellophane wrapping all around it. And then when you move it to the back, it actually has a beautiful, beautiful WWF old school logo. And underneath that logo, you have the names of the wrestlers that are in the line, and they're all in their unique fonts. So like Jake the Snake, it says Jake the Snake in his logo font. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, the same. It has his logo as his name. Ultimate Warrior has his logo as his name with the little warrior face paint symbol next to it. So I just love it. Very, very thoughtful. Really great attention to detail. On the top of the box, there's a huge WWF logo again. And then when you turn this box upside down on the bottom, you have other wrestlers' names, Joe, and logos. Macho Man, The Bushwhackers, Texas Tornado, Jimmy Superfly Snuka, Mr. Perfect, The Rockers, Bret Hart, Legion of Doom, 
earthquake. So we do know that there has been a Texas tornado found. I believe there has been a possibly a macho man as well. Yeah, I seen the tornado. Yeah. So there were plans for a second series of these. And what was on the bottom of the box was kind of a hint in what direction Star Toys was going to go. But for some reason, I guess it may be sales. The second series was never produced. That's kind of a little bit about the card. Again, all these wrestlers are just super unique. They're super fun. I love the body design. So the points of articulation on these, you have so many points of articulation on these figures. You have a head swivel, right left arm swivels. You have elbow swivels. So you can move from their elbow to their fists that entire era to pose them. You have leg swivels. And then you also have, to complete this all, boot swivels, or I would say, I guess, ankle swivels near the boots. So you have a POA system that's pretty incredible. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine POA, man. Oh, and I forgot the waist. It's 10 points of articulation on this figure, Joe. It's pretty damn sick, man. Whichever way you want to pose these guys, you pretty much have the option. You do. I mean, it is incredible for this period of time, 91, for this size of figure to have this many points of articulation is pretty incredible and unique, man. Yeah, it is. These are very unique figures. I almost want to call them dolls because that's pretty much what they are. But yeah, they're very unique, very cool. The articulation, like you mentioned, Will, is pretty sick, man, especially for back then when they were released. So as far as getting these guys, and if you find them on card or find them loose, if you find them loose, you know, you could pretty much display them any which way you want. They definitely add a uniqueness and a funness to your collection, I would say. They do. They're in great colors. It's from one of the best eras in professional wrestling, especially in WWF, the golden era. You have iconic characters. The POA system is incredible. The mint in box display is awesome. If you want to find these loose, you can find some of these loose in pretty decent condition. They're sturdy. There's a lot of thoughtfulness that went into this whole situation. And Star Toys did have smaller figures that they released as well. We're not going to get into those. But they did have a series of, I believe they're about five or six inch figures with several WWF wrestlers at the time. Hogan, Warrior, etc. It's just a really fun, unique addition to your collection. You got to get one of these. I don't think you're going to be able to get them all. As we said, Boss Man's pretty tough to find. And they're on average about 200, 250 men in box for these guys. And they're like Joe said with the Pillman, if you get them loose, you're probably going to spend upwards of 120, 150 bucks anyway. So get them men in box. Yeah, I would recommend getting these guys mint in box. I had the Warrior. I don't know what happened. I'm thinking I sold it a long time ago. That was a while ago. It might have been a year or two ago. But if I were to start purchasing these guys, maybe throwing them back in the collection, I don't think I would get them all. I'd probably get the Warrior, and it's pretty much freaking impossible to find Jake, Bossman. Warrior, you could pretty much find. And like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, Pandora's Box, they actually have the Warrior, Will. It's pretty pristine in shop. So if I was going to purchase it, I'd probably get it from there. But anyway. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. We're going there. We're going there tomorrow, Joe. Uh-oh. They have it up on display next to the LGN ring, Mitten Box. Uh-oh. We're going to have to make a deal. 
We're gonna have to work out a deal for you. Uh, I might just re- I might uh, pick it up and put my finger through the plastic by mistake. <laughs> Go from there. He may charge you extra for that. Eric and DJ uh, probably smack you in the face. <laughs> they may get doinked to throw you out of the shop. I'm like, listen, they're paying me extra here. But anyway, well, if I were to get these guys back in a collection where the warrior, let's just say, back in my collection, probably the only one, maybe the Jake. You know, I think I'd stop there. Boss man, if he was available, of course, I'd add him in. But honestly, well, it'd probably be just Warrior and Jake for me. Yep. Same here. I think the Hogan's a little off. It looks a little weird. I don't know. His his face is yeah. just looks oh, creepy. God. He just looks he looks odd and creepy. I want the Jake. So if anybody has a Jake out there, mint and box sealed, hit me up at SQD Circle AFP on Instagram or Twitter. I'm looking for a Jake. I want to add him to the collection. I want that snake. I want the insert. I love these inserts. I have one with my warrior sealed. It's amazing. I just absolutely love these star toys. And Joe, as we finish and this segment goes into the retirement era, I think we went out with a bang. And I know our listeners will never Forget the name. Star Toys. Look at this! Look at this! You talk about a house of fire, you're seeing it right here! And welcome to this week's edition of Busted! <laughs> Joe, wow, we are going to finish off this week's special edition of the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast with our final busted open of the year. I thought it would be fun to actually find somebody bust them open that wasn't something you wanted to do and that's okay so yeah we're gonna bust the figure open instead yes yes we're not getting violent on the squared circle action i actually have podcast. a couple names uh but i'm not gonna say on here a couple oh candidates. i know you wanna i know i got a couple candidates my friend couple as well people. you know but we're gonna be non-violent and we're gonna be celebratory because we are going to bust open none other than, hold on one second, for our final edition in 2020 of Busted Open. Here we go, listeners. Listen up. <laughs> oh, shit. Whoa. What do we got here, baby? <laughs> we got a little bit of the bubble. <laughs> oh, my God, Joe. Well, I had to do it. I had to give you a toast because it's been a wonderful, wonderful 15 episodes. And most podcasts don't even get to this point, to be honest with you. But we have here at the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. Nice, man. Yeah. So I wanted to toast you a little bit of the bubbly. I'm going to break open this little bit of the bubbly. Jazz wears all elite wrestling ringside exclusive. Chris Jericho figure. And I thought it was just apropos to have a little bit of the bubbly while we were opening a little bit of the bubbly. Shit, I'm, I'm feeling left out over here, man. Damn. 
Ah, you'll get your bubbly sooner than later. I might have to go to the liquor store. I don't know now. I know. We're going to have to pause this. You're going to have to run out and you're going to have to <laughs> you're going to have to go to the police uh, by the Acme. <laughs> Dude, I'm so happy to have this ringside exclusive. Dude, this thing is back order two. I don't even know what the hell that means on the site. <laughs> it's like in December now. So if you didn't get your hands on this already or, you know, got two like Willie did here, you're in trouble, man. Because that December, who the hell knows what's going to happen by then. If you didn't grab one of these, oof, you're missing out. Joe, I'm pre-ordering. No, hold on. Wait. I'm not pre-ordering. I'm back-ordering another one, baby. (laughs) Yes. Shit, I might too. You have to. Listeners, I'm telling you, like we said, when you initially got yours on the first run, we told everybody, we're going to put it away like we do here on the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast. We put it away. Hashtag MIB, hashtag MOC, hashtag MOC for life. We let this one, we want to let this one sit. We want it to develop its nuance, its flavor profile. We'll let it sit a little bit, right? Yeah. We'll let, it, we'll let the numbers go up. We'll let the numbers creep up. The price go up. The value increase, right? Oof. And then- at the right time, we're going to sell, sell, sell. No, <laughs> no we're not going to do that. But anyway, right out the gate, man, like before series one of Unrivaled was released, I mean, you got your hands on this first if you ordered it in the beginning. And dude, right out the gate from Jeremy, you know, Padauer, Wicked Cool Toys, Jazzwares. I mean, how sick is this packaging, man, to put Jericho, Top Star AEW, hitting you with a ringside exclusive right off the bat. In a bottle, champagne bottle, a little bit of the bubbly packaging, all these accessories, you're going to get into it at, you know, in a couple of minutes, but how crazy is that is what I'm asking right out the gate. It's amazing. This really set a precedent. To be honest with you, I thought that this presentation and this figure right off the gate was more exciting than the initial wave one release. I know the wave one was very exciting and it sold out everywhere instantly and we were lucky enough to acquire those figures, but to have this in its presentation in 2020, I agree, Joe. It's as far as initial releases of wrestling figure lines, this introduction was the best ever. Yeah. I mean, you got this figure, an exclusive, a ringside exclusive before the first series came out. I mean, it's like unheard of. You know, you got an exclusive with all these accessories before the line was even released. You were able to get this in your hands with the AEW title. An exclusive. I know. Chris Jericho, ready to roll. Joe, in the packaging on this, you've heard it here on the last 2020 edition of Busted Open. This packaging design is the best wrestling figure packaging design ever created. Ever created. And I want to shout out real quick, because I believe at Tolly Town on Instagram, he is the lead team packaging designer for the AW Unrivaled collection over at Jazzwares. I think he had his, his hands in this. I'm sure Ringside did too. I'm sure Jeremy did too. I'm, they're a collaborative effort here, but this packaging is ridiculous oh it's when you get this in hand i mean it's crazy man crazy 
And you know what's so great about it? There's no damage. So I'm busting it open right now. And listeners, you're not going to hear crinkling. You're not going to hear cracking. This is going to be a fine wine popped open, a fine wrestling figure popped open in a very, very, very luxurious manner. You know what you could do, Will? I know it's a little outside the box. You could bust that bottle on the wall. Never! (laughs) (laughs) Take the real champagne, throw that shit at the wall, clean it tomorrow morning. Okay, Joe. My wall, are you going to come and spackle it, <laughs> clean it, spackle it, get all the freaking glass up, stop wanting to bust something open? <laughs> oh, that's pretty damn funny. You could bust it open as well. If I get a second one, I will. <laughs> I can't bust my only one open, man. I know, I know. Well, you got to get one I, I, I might not get another one then. You never know. Uh, I don't know. Okay, so anyway, you cut the tape. You have literally one, two, three, four pieces of tape on this thing. And what's great about it is you just got to cut the tape and the front cover, it's a cover, comes off. So that's pretty cool too. So yeah, this is like, uh, it has its front cover, which covers the bottle, keeps everything in place. The front cover lifts off, which is just amazing. It's remarkable. A great, great design feature. And this actually says series one, number nine on the side of this cover. So I guess this is the ninth figure in the series, series one, but it was the first release. Go figure. 11 pieces right on the front. And then what happens is you have the bottom of the box, right? It lifts out. The bubbly lifts out the bottom of the box. And the back is amazing. It's got obviously Chris Jericho with the AEW title on there, has his signature, Chris Jericho, the champion, the ringside exclusive label in gold foil. It's beautiful. Everything is beautiful about it. So then this beautiful bottle lifts out. Oh, and then stuff's falling out already. Okay. So then I have it out. And then there's a piece of cardboard that just fell out. So I want to pick that up and see what that is. I think it's just I think it's just a piece of cardboard, but I'm looking right now. Yeah, so this is just a cardboard cover. And that comes out. And then now you have the plastic clamshell so that slips right out of the bubbly with the figure and all you have the table here breakaway table first and then you have oh my god joe lifts right out oh my god joe oh my (laughs) god oh my god joe how's that how's that holding taking that out oh my god joe dude the accessories man you get a you get a you get a fucking snack tray there is a snack tray. You know I like my cheese. I am the, the the organic cheese man here. It is just amazing. I love my olives. I love my salumi with the crackers. <laughs> I love it. Okay. I'm not taking anything out of this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not. Like, the belt is kind of lifting out, and I can feel it. Dude, these belts are thick, and they're really, really nicely done. I love them. Dude, I love this version of Jericho, too, with the black. And I like how they fucking detailed. You know when he comes to the ring? I always notice this because I'm big on attires. You notice how, like, his knee pads and, like, the padding over that, it kind of buckles a little bit when he comes out. So it kind of, like, buckles out, you know, like his right leg, his left leg. Like, there's so much there, I feel like. I feel like this figure really nails it, man, with the boots. Above the boots, it looks like that big, you know, you got the pads, the boots are open a little bit. I feel like they nailed that on this figure. They nailed it on this figure. I, to be honest with you, also love the head scan on this figure. I personally believe that it's better 
the scan on this figure than the Series 1, just in my opinion. I like him smiling. I think it just looks great. Yeah, even from the side, I mean, he just looks fantastic. So here's what you get. You get 11 accessories, guys. You get, as Joe said, the snack tray. You get the AEW title. You get two bottles of bubbly. You get two cups. You get the little olive insert, and then you get the ice bucket, which is really cool that you can stick your bottles of bubbly in. One of the bubbly is actually open. One isn't, which is really cool. And then you get a microphone and you get Jericho in a cloth goods, little bit of the bubbly shirt, which is amazing. The t-shirt's amazing. It's form fitting. I love Jazz wears cloth goods. They are knocking it out of the park. I forgot to mention as well, you get the breakaway table. Yeah, nice. Jam-packed here. The figure is amazing. It's outstanding. I got to give it to Jazz wears. I got to give it to Ringside Collectibles. I think that I got to give it to John and Trevor over there at Ringside Collectibles. They really did a wonderful job collaborating with Jazz wears to get exactly what they wanted. This is Jericho after the match. Dude, you get all this. I think I paid like 25 bucks, 30 bucks for this, man. I thought it was, yeah, I, I want to say it was 25 and I'm thinking they have it up for 35. I think that's what I paid. I don't know now. Okay, maybe 35. That's, dude, it's nothing for all this. I mean, as a steal, bro. And yeah, the quality man. you're getting here. Here's my only gripe with the whole thing, all right? I got this, the, t- the tattoo deco on here. The tattoo deco on here is fucking amazing on Jericho. Again, oh. Oh, it looks great, man. It looks great. It is so detailed. He's got his hand tattoo, his forearm tattoo. I, it's just amazing. But here's my only gripe. The bottles of bubbly don't have a little bit of the bubbly on them, the label. Now, it is a plain bottle, but it's accurate. It's accurate, accurate to the moment. to what was on that segment, I feel like. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So I'm not going to complain. Well, I am complaining, kind of, because I just would have loved to have a little bit of the bubbly, you know, in the small form, you know? Yeah, that, so that would have that, been pretty cool. Yeah, you get it with the package, but I want it in wrestling figure form, yeah. you know? But maybe, maybe down the road, maybe there's a hint there, maybe down the road, Jericho could come with a little bit of the bubbly because they already have it. They just got to print the label. Just got to print a new label on these guys. Make the bottles black. You know, new color plastic. But maybe that could be down the road because, again, it is accurate. However, just for nostalgia, just for having it in my wrestling figure collection, I want a small little bit of the bubbly to have in my wrestling figure collection with the label, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that would be, you know, that would be pretty cool. I mean, we're busting it open this week. You may hear about this figure on the Oh My God Figure of the Week coming up for 2020 again. When we reach end of the year, Oh My God Figure of the Week, we go down our top 10 for 2020. I could see this one on there. Yeah, Joe, I could see this one on there for sure. This is definitely a top 10 figure of 2020. Dude. It's freaking amazing. You got to bust it open. I, I'm going to have to get, bust one open in December, I guess. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I'm going to have to. Bo- I'm Now I'm going to have to order another one. Now that Jericho said that Mimosa Mayhem match, I have a feeling they're going to make that now. Dude, if they do Mimosa Mayhem, how are they going to make Mimosa Vats? 
I don't know, man. I I feel like he requested it. I feel like it's coming. Well, it could be coming. If it does, sign me up. I love gimmicky shit. I love I love it in wrestling figure form. I love Jazzwares. I love Jeremy. I love Magic. I love Gregory. I love Mr. Kevin Tolly Town. He's doing a wonderful job with the packaging and everything like that. We love him, and we are excited to see what's next for Jazzwares AEW figures in 2021. But Joe, we're saluting this segment. We're sending it out with a pop. This is the send-off here. This is the send-off. So check back in 2021 where you never know. Maybe Joe, maybe I will get a little itchy or something, and maybe we'll pick a figure or figures to... Ed. Oh. Joe, wow, it's been stellar, dude. I just want to quickly say before we end this week's episode, thank you, you, Joe, and thank all of our listeners. We've had an overwhelming response consistent listenership i guess that's what you would call it a listenership i think so to the podcast and it's been consistent i want to thank everybody out there for the support that they're showing us the numbers are looking good you know i'm a numbers guy i like to do the research you like like to crunch the the numbers numbers. you like like the numbers i was surprised uh you know we had that many people listening to be honest dude we are up to, I think, 1,700 downloads with 13.5 episodes so far. 14. This will be our 14th. Damn. <laughs> so really, really our 15th. So we've had 14 episodes. I guess I guess I got to give a shout out to a couple people, you know? I want to thank, uh, let me see. I want to thank Two Cold Scorpio, Shaw. I want to thank- Shaw, 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 Shaw. I want to thank Gerald Briscoe. Oh, yeah. I want to thank Jeff Jarrett, and I got to thank one more person. I got to thank Louis Spicoli. I love Louis Spicoli. The Spicoli driver, baby. No, it's been stellar, dude. Wait, Will. You know who we really got to thank? Terry Funk, the Funker. Uh, The Funker will be back, guys. He will be pissing, shitting, and throwing up (laughs) in Joe Static's living room, basement, and bathroom. Shit, He'll ne- be back. Next time he does that, I might fucking have to DDT him through a table. Spinning told, baby. Spinning told. Nah, I'm going to give him a double arm. Double arm DDT. I love it. Cactus Jack. Bang, bang. Stop. <laughs> I'll be sure to knock my teeth out and rip my ear off. Yeah, baby. Get a little hardcore at the static household. So yeah, no, we have to thank everybody. And in all seriousness, it's been a pleasure interacting with everybody. We absolutely love doing this because we're super passionate about wrestling figure collecting and just action figure collecting in general. So we're excited to introduce some new segments to all you listeners out there. We want to once again, thank you for all your support. And as I always like to say, once a wise man told me, onwards and upwards. That's where we're going. Nice. And remember, Joe, remember the Squared Circle Action Figure Podcast is the gold standard.
and wrestling figure collect.